Welcome, everybody, back to the 21st episode of Buzz Talk. I'm your host, Kevin Henry. I'm joined again by my good friend, Matthew Violet, also known as Maddie Purple. And we got a lot in store for you today. It's an ex- it's been an exciting sports week slash weekend. A lot of good stuff on the horizon, especially today. The Celtics are tipping off their revenge tour campaign trying to get back to the finals uh however without further ado matt how's it going welcome back appreciate it as always super excited to be here ready to talk some pats ready to talk some ball multiple kinds of ball let's go ahead and do it yeah um nothing gets the people together and more excited than than sports am i right i mean this is why we're we do it for the love of the game am i right or am i wrong oh i think you're right you know when i see you watching these patriots i just never have seen a bigger smile on your face so thank you sports thank you thank you you're welcome i'm sports. And speaking of thank yous how about we get right into it thank you zappy holy cow yeah round of applause for that guy uh yeah it's uh it's officially zappy hour uh definitely exciting stuff happy hour that i'm sorry i hope i didn't yell too loud that's incredible <laughs> i think that didn't get i didn't get that until don't worry be zappy no a lot of uh a lot of buzz a lot of talk in regards to to bailey zappy uh a great game <clears throat> excuse me for for not just only him but it, it really laments to what the coaching staff has been able to do i think the silver lining for mac jones being out uh is the coaches have have been able to game plan uh, more like they were last year when Mac Jones was was new uh, to the NFL as a rookie, obviously. And uh, the Patriots have just kept everything in front of them. Now, granted, they've played not great teams and they're going to get the same thing for next week uh, on Monday night against the Bears. However, uh, it, it's just been a pleasant surprise. Bailey Zappi, 309 yards, two touchdowns, a 38 to 15 win. The defense looked good. Um, you know, they were a little sluggish in the first half, came back. Uh, another guy that stuck out was Ty- Tyquan Thornton, draft draft pick out of Baylor last year. Uh, just a lot of young players making a difference very early on. Uh, another big stat that I think – tells the tale on why we're in the position we're in currently is the plus minus and turnovers. The first three weeks we were last, you know, we're bottom of the barrel and uh, just three games. We've moved up to, to 13. So that speaks volume to not obviously the results are winning, but I, I thought, you know, I, I, the first game against the dolphins, chuck that up as a loss. You got beat. You went into Miami uh, the usual suspect of going in there and losing, uh, especially at the first game of the year, trying to figure out this team. But the next two losses coming from the Ravens uh, and the Packers, it, it came down to, you know, 
Baltimore, you you kind of threw that game away. You had the chance, but Aguilar fumbles. And Green Bay, you put up a good fight. Um, you know, you lose Brian Hoyer. You have Zappi come in. Um, <clears throat> the most impressive thing with, with Zappi, though, more so than anything, is his poise. And he just looks like he's getting more comfortable as, as time goes on. And um, although I, I don't think there's a, a controversy because there shouldn't, that doesn't mean it's impossible that there won't be in the future. I mean, uh, Mac is going to have a little more pressure on him. He's going to have to perform and show results and end up in wins. But Mac Jones is our quarterback moving forward. I, I don't, I, I, Zappy, like I said last week, he's a lot of fun to watch. It's new, it's fun. And at the very least, you have a good backup quarterback moving forward. Uh, Matt, what do you think of the game? Give me your thoughts. So I'm glad you mentioned Tyquan Thornton because I thought particularly that touchdown pass from Zappy to Thornton, mm-hmm. that was a, a tight pass and I didn't see any pressure, any, any nervousness in Zappy's eyes when he made that pass. So like you said, I mean, this is his fourth month, third month in the NFL and yep. it's, it's pretty incredible that, you know, he's throwing and kind of acting with that poise. So I think the Patriots, like you said, whether it's Jones, whether it's it's Zappy in the future, um, I brought up last, maybe last week, maybe the week before, how we have a, a so-so Bears team ahead of us. We have, you know, a, a solid-looking Jets team, solid-looking Colts, Jets again. I'm not sure. I'll ask you in a second when Mac will be back, but you know, Zappy wins the next few. We might have a question on our hands, just given that same thing happened with Tom. Came in an injury, injured quarterback. Not to say at all Zappy's Tom, but put it, it it makes it a little bit more exciting. It makes it a little more drama. But we know drama's not um you know Belichick's thing, and he's probably gonna go with with the 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 tried and true Mac. But it's inter- it's making interesting things happen. Right, and what people forget, you know, it, it was a very long time ago, and we were <laughs> we were uh, new to this world when it happened. Um, Bledsoe wasn't playing very well. He wasn't winning games the prior year. He looked pretty terrible in the beginning of that year and especially in that Jets game. And Tom Brady had looked better than Bledsoe in camp. So as you know, as much of an underdog story as it was, when you kind of look back in retrospect, it wasn't as crazy as it is now. I mean, the success Tom Brady's had is, you know, second to none. No one, I can't see anyone matching it or coming close, but that's neither here nor there. It's um it's a fun story and it adds, you know, substance to this season where it was looking grim to start the year. I mean, it you could tell though when you watch the product on the field that this is a good Patriots team. They're new offensive coordinators and Patricia looks like is doing a better job. Uh <clears throat> another note is Bill Belichick t- ties George Hallis at 324 wins. Uh, so he could have a, a slide into that second spot on Monday night, a little full circle moment for Belichick is he came in his first starting coaching job was with the Cleveland Browns. So it's nice to, you know, that's gotta be a fun little thing for him, whether he cares about it or not, probably not, but to, to come full circle and, and have that win tie into being the second winningest coach of all time. Uh, that definitely speaks volume uh, from a fan's perspective. That's definitely 
uh, a cool little caveat to the story. Uh, and hopefully he can get the win next week. Um, that's really all I have on the Pats. I don't know if you had anything else to add, um, but all in all, it's uh, a positive direction. Hopefully we can keep winning. And uh, <clears throat> I do think you you start Zappy and, uh, you know, you let Mac get back to 100%. But once he's back, it's his football team moving forward. Yeah, no rush there. You know, the worst thing would be to rush it, have him get injured again. I like that little shout out for Bill. Next stop, Don. You know, he's only maybe another season away from Shula, maybe two. And then it kind of, I, I think it's great for the rest of the season for the team that we are winning. You know, let's say Zappy comes in and we, we slip to two and four, slip to one and five, and Matt comes into kind of a team that's beaten up. Now Matt's going to hopefully be coming in to a team that's ready to go. That's, you know, had a little taste of winning. You know, we talked about these young guys um, new to the league, et cetera. So I think, like you said, six season or six games in and everyone likes to with the extended success that the Pats have had over the past 15 years. You know, we lose a game. Everyone says everyone starts crying. Everyone starts sounding the emergency alarm. You know, three and three is not bad at all, considering um, you know, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, we're just we're very spoiled sports fan base overall, whether it's, you know, We've seen a lot of championships, 12 championships in our lifetimes, um, at least the 97 kids. So uh, <clears throat> I know when we lose, it hurts and it's not something we're accustomed to. But, you know, you got to reset the parameters, wind them a bit. You got the Celtics coming up and we'll get into that. But um, when the Patriots are playing better, especially when the bad weather starts to come up north, um, it, it, it makes those those cold winters a little warmer. And right now those fall colors look a little bit crispier, don't they? Thank you. Yes. Uh, they'll tell me about your power rankings. Who's good? Who's not good? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so a little change up. Uh, one new team slid in there. Um, I did go a little more off record this week. Uh, <clears throat> so obviously the I'll start from the, the bottom up. So number five, I don't think this is going to stay like this for, a, you know, another week, but uh, they are a two loss team. There's no way to sugarcoat it. They lost to the Colts in Indianapolis and that was not a strong loss. They had a strong loss at home against Buffalo this past week, but I'm going with the Kansas city chiefs at four and two. <clears throat> they don't deserve to drop out of the top five. Uh, so I have them, you know, they're going to be fine. Uh, it's going to be Bill's Chiefs at the end when it's all said and done, in my opinion. I think Chiefs, like you said, they're going to be there. We know they're going to be there. They almost remind me of the Pats or maybe the, you know, the 2010s Pats where they lose a game, they learn from it, and they have the personnel to go out there and, and just start crushing. So I'm not, if I was Patrick, you know, if I was Andy, I wouldn't be worried at all. Right. Moving in at number four, this team's five and one. They're in a... A uh, surprisingly good division this year. They just beat the Ravens at home. That is a, a statement win for them. They beat the Packers the week before. And that is the 5-1 New York Giants. I'm not sure how long they'll last here. Uh, they're going into Jacksonville. Uh, it's a winnable game. They should win. Um, I don't believe they're favored in Vegas, which is crazy. Um Tune in for my pick uh, in the second segment 
here on the podcast. But for now, I, I do like the Giants. I think they are uh, a very well-coached team. I think they have grit. So um, I like them in the four spot. That feels right to me. Um, <clears throat> moving on to number three. Or excuse me, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I don't want to okay. take up too much time. But no, I'm just looking at the Giants. Every game won by less than a touchdown, less than not even a touchdown, yeah. less than mm-hmm. a touchdown. So, um, no, I mean, like you just said, we're I think we're kind of surprised that they're here because they haven't been here in a few years. But five and one, you know, doesn't that doesn't happen on accident. No, uh, Brian Dayball has definitely changed that culture. Uh, former Pats offensive coordinator, former Bills offensive coordinator. Uh, he definitely had a lot to do with the success of uh, Josh Allen. And uh, the culture is great. They're just a gritty team. I really like their their direction, and, and hopefully they can keep firing on all cylinders because it's fun to watch. You know, they're not the most talented team, but they've executed when it mattered late in games, and uh, I think they deserve to be here. Moving on, another five and one team. Um, as long as they're not playing on prime time, they should win. Kirk Cousins is uh, wearing other players jewelry after games he's he's just an incredibly nice guy and I think this team although not an overall impressive win in Miami they still won uh and they're five and one they were four in my rankings last week they move up to three uh it's an exciting time for them they're they're going into a bye week and uh I, I think they deserve to be at number three right now Sorry, I didn't have anything to say there. But no, like you said, it's funny. Uh, All I'll say is I find that whole primetime stat hilarious, but you can go on to number two. Okay, number two, uh, undefeated. Still have not not caved in. I don't think they will, but um, the the 6-0 Philadelphia Eagles, another win on Sunday night against a division rival foe. The they, they took it to the Cowboys. That defense is, is very, very impressive. Their offense is great. And they deserve to be, uh, if not 2-1, but uh, coming in number one, I think, is the best team from the beginning. They've proven it. Uh, hopefully, they don't have a repeat of what happened last year. The Bills went into Kansas City last year during the regular season. They did beat them at home last year, and then ultimately losing to them in the playoffs in Arrowhead Uh, for Bill's sake. They don't wish for that same result. I think they are the best team right now, especially after that win. So they are still at number one in my head. How's the defense looking on the bills? Solid. They're, they're, they're banged up. We know the offense is there. Yeah. They're, they're good. They're a great all around team They're They have talent. Von Miller has been, been playing at a level that he's used to so uh yeah it's uh it's definitely a team that should expect you know it'll be a disappointment if they don't at least get to the afc championship game in my opinion yeah i think i remember a sad january day uh, about 10 months ago but they just looked hot last year and it sounds like they're continuing that yeah, their their offense is is incredible. Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator, is doing great things. Uh, Josh Allen is a freak of nature. Their wide receivers are great. The emergence of Gabe Davis has 
has really turned them up another level on the offensive side. And as you just got to win when it matters. Buffalo is not very much used to that. So, and please, please don't tell me they're good guys too. Are they good guys? I, 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 I mean, who, who are you asking are good guys? Josh. Yeah. I think Everyone Josh else? Allen's a good guy. He oh, seems man. Like, I think, you know, there's a video of him giving a game ball to a, to a kid, a bills fan last week. I mean, Come on, you gotta you gotta root for the oh, good people. Man, that's too much. Good fans, good guys, good players, talented players. You know they deserve that number one spot. I agree. Well, to make a shift, uh, great NFL talk, but moving on to a more relevant topic uh, because we're recording this on Tuesday. You folks will be hearing it on Wednesday, but the Boston Celtics start their campaign off at home against the Philadelphia Sixers followed by the Los Angeles Lakers heading into the defending champion Golden State Warriors uh, arena and just exciting it's you know basketball is obviously a long season but uh, when you have a promising team like the Celtics and you do have higher expectations um there's just an aura in the air, especially up in Boston. The weather's getting colder, um, and the Bruins are back. The Celtics are back. The Patriots are playing well. So uh, it's not all doom and gloom up in up in New England, and uh, the Celtics are are a very nice caveat to to get in on. It's uh, it's an exciting year, a lot of expectations, a crazy off season, uh, starting with. Uh, Gallinari obviously going down, tearing his ACL. Uh, and then obviously the stuff with Ime Udoka. I have no interest in getting into that stuff, but uh, you do have a Rhode Island native now coaching this team. And I'm kind of excited about it. Honestly, it's, it's curiosity and you're not really sure what to expect, but you definitely hope they get off to a better start than they did last season. Who is the new coach? Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. I mean, I like basketball a lot, so I'm, I'm happy that the NBA is back. But looking at one, one thing that I think is particularly exciting, and I actually, this contradicts a point I said last time was I was reading some articles and I mentioned that, hey, you could probably pick three, four teams. We know who's going to be in the championship. It's, you know, it's basketball, seven game series. We, we know what happens there. But it's actually, I, I saw a pretty interesting stat, and I'm not, I can't find the article right now. I won't make, I won't waste the time, but here it is. Um, there are, let's see, there are, oh, I'm not seeing it, but I want to say, okay, there are 15 teams that have a win total of at least, or a predicted win total by Vegas of at least 46 wins, AKA we have a lot of good teams in the NBA this year. A lot of balanced teams, should I say, in the NBA this year. So I think it's going to be an exciting season. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few moves that have kind of shifted things a little bit. Uh, Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavaliers is, is an interesting one. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work out, but they're a very young team and they're going to be exciting to watch. <clears throat> uh, I, I still think you're going to, the East is kind of more predictable than the West. In my opinion, you have the Celtics, you have the Sixers, you have the Nets and you have the Bucks. I don't really see anyone, uh, you know, overcoming those four teams if they all play to their standards and stay healthy. Uh, 
but that's the NBA. You gotta, you gotta stay healthy. I mean, this is in any sport, obviously, but you gotta stay healthy. Uh, and you, you have to have a little luck. You have to be good. You have to be lucky. You have to be healthy. That's really what it comes down to. What about the heat? Yeah. <clears throat> you think 2019 ish. That was kind of just, uh, and eh, they had their hot that year. I mean, I guess you shouldn't overlook them. You could include them in here if they get hot. I, I think the bubble uh, is kind of a season that it's just, there's no fans. And I think that plays a big role into everything. And um, I, I just, I don't see them as a huge threat. Honestly, I think they're, you know, Tyler hero is a great player, but you know, you need Bam out of bio to play out of his mind. If they want to do well, you need Kyle Lowry to kind of get back to uh, prime Kyle Lowry. I just don't expect it. I don't think they have the supporting cast to, to go deep into the playoffs this year, especially with the healthy. I mean, the nets have the highest ceiling out of anyone in the, in the East, in my opinion, because uh, mm-hmm. the talent is, is unmeasurable. If they're healthy, uh, and they, you know, can get out of their own way. There's no telling them where they can end up at the end of the year. Yeah. I don't think it's a, a health thing. I think if they can work as a team, maybe if they can lose the drama. So I right. think the Nets are funny because I think they could win 38, they could win 65. And that's a, it's an exciting team, you know, as annoying as some of those players in that team can be. One thing I'm looking at right now on the Celtics roster is Al Horford, 26 million. Blake Griffin, 1.8 million. So tell me a little bit about Blake, that late addition to the team. Yeah. I, I mean, Blake Griffin's kind of uh, a little past his prime. Uh, yep. interested, Three years uh, younger than now. Three years younger than now. Right. I mean, Al Horford is, is uh, all the time an, an enigma. I mean, uh, obviously this day and age players can play longer. Uh, Blake Griffin, his, I mean, he was a great player, especially on the Clippers, but his game was, I think, a little overhyped in respect to he had a lot of bounce. He did the flashy plays. He threw down dunks. And he was, he's a good basketball player. And hopefully he can play a, a good-sized role with Robert Williams being out for, uh, it looks like, till December, January, which is not great for the Celtics uh, because they need help in the big men department. Uh, Al Horford's going to be asked to do a lot. He's going to be asked to guard the five. So that's going to slide Jason down to the four and, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of guard play. We have a lot of uh, high level guards. Malcolm Brogdon's going to be a lot of fun to watch as a Celtics fan. Um, I wish Gallinari was here. I think he'd be great uh, scoring support off the bench. Uh, ACL tear. He's done for the Mm. year. Most likely. I'm I'm very, I'm excited for, yeah, dang that hope for a quick recovery. Uh, I'm with, excited for I'm excited for Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, uh, it, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, they're going to ultimately end up making moves at the deadline. Uh, they just have too many guards, uh, too many hands in the pot. Derek White, Marcus Smart, Brogdon. Uh, that's enough to get you going. Uh, Pritchard, hopefully, you know, he's probably going to be playing to have a build a resume for the 29 other teams in the league at the deadline and hopefully we can acquire someone that uh, can help us where help is needed. And at this point, it seems like in the, uh, you know, big man department. So uh, we'll see how things go with that being said. uh, I just want to touch on two more things here. Three more, excuse me, real quick. 
Celtics over under at 53 and a half. I do think they just go over. I think they're a 55 to 57 win team. Uh, I think they're just going to beat up on the bad teams and do pretty well against uh, good teams. I think losing in the finals was actually not a good thing. Obviously you want to have championship uh, ring added to the resume, but I think Jalen Brown's going to take a huge step this year. Don't be surprised if he's a top 15 NBA player and uh, you know, another year down for Jalen and Jason playing together. Uh, they push each other. Uh, there was an interview they had and it, it really seems like they're more committed to winning above anything else. And that's what matters in Boston as a fan. That's at the end of the day, you can take all the accolades with you, but uh, championships stay forever here in Boston and you'll always be remembered to, as a legend, even Ray Allen, you know, that people still love Ray, regardless of how they want to talk about his exit, that he he'll always be a a Celtic uh, at heart. Yeah. I remember Ray. I remember watching with you, Ray had the absolute dagger against against the Spurs. It was, it was that first year against the Spurs, but no, I'm, I'm really excited for Jalen and and Jason. I think I always, people say you're crazy. People, you know, tell me to shut up, but I always say, you know, Michael Jordan didn't win a championship till his ninth season, eighth season. So not to say these guys are Jordan, but I think there's been a lot of impatience with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. People are saying, hey, why don't Jason and Jalen win already? Maybe they're not it. You know, give these guys a chance. Like they're in their, you know, third, fifth, not third, fourth, fifth seasons. Um, they're, I think they're really about to explode and really take on a lot. I mean, they're 25 and 24. That's insane. Like, give, them, give, give these fellas a break. I mean, they're just getting into their primes, which is pretty scary to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, that gets me into my next uh, cool little caveat here. The Celtics released their uh, city edition and paying homage to Bill Russell. They they uh, obviously Bill Russell, unfortunately, passed this uh, summer. Uh, you know, huge Celtics legend, huge NBA legend. Um, but they have. I was looking into the jerseys they're not my favorite but one thing that's pretty cool is the font of the celtics is from a bar that bill russell owns i forget the name of it but it's the same font that they he used on the bar logo um which is i don't know i think that's that's pretty cool and and an interesting way to to honor him and they have the number six uh in the paint uh decal so uh Bill Russell's a big deal up in Boston. He's he's among the greats, uh, the Tom Brady's, the Bobby Orr's, the Larry Bird's. That's someone that that definitely should never be overlooked up there. And uh, uh, hopefully that can put add some some will for the Celtics to take out a championship. However, that gets me into my my final point here on the NBA. Oh, I have one more Billy. I have one Bill thing. Go ahead, guys, stick it in there. So I I love looking at Will Chamberlain stats. Average fifty points. 50 points, which is absolutely insane in one in one year. But Will only won two NBA championships, as good as he was. And you know why? Two words, Bill Russell. Yeah, uh, 11 total championships as a player and coach. I believe he had insane nine as a player, two as a coach. So, you, might um, about that. you know, broke the color barrier for the most part. Uh, huge activist and all that. So um, definitely a legend on and off the court. Uh, and then I want to get into my finals prediction. Uh, I have the Golden State Warriors going back. I think they're reloading. Uh, they just made a commitment to Jordan Poole along with Andrew Wiggins to 
keep that core together. That's the hardest thing. And if anyone knows how to keep a core together and continue to have success and win, uh, it would be the Warriors. I'm not sure, you know, maybe the Nuggets can can rise up and give them fits or the uh, I don't see, you know, if Luca can do something special this year, I don't really take the Lakers as serious. I think their biggest threat is going to be the Clippers. And that really depends on Kawhi Leonard's health, John Wall's health, how he can fit in. Um, you know, Kawhi Leonard's a champion, two-time champion at a young age and an older age. So uh, I think that's their biggest contestants in the East. I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I just think, I think they're going to get into a Eastern conference finals with the Celtics or nets and I just think the Bucs, when they're healthy, they have the best player in the world in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, they were without Chris Middleton last year, and they brought the Celtics to seven games. It took a Grant Williams 27-28 point outburst in game seven. Um, and honestly, if the Celtics go to a game seven against the Bucs, uh, anything can happen at that point. So in the Celtics' favor, I like those odds, but – uh, I think Milwaukee breaks through this year. They they got hurt by the health bug, and uh, I think they get back on top. I think they go back against Golden State and uh, and beat them. However, it would be great to to see a Celtics Warriors uh, repeat because that would be a full circle moment for them. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty hot on the Celtics. I'm pretty hot on the Bucks. I just don't. I I hate I hate to be the hater. I don't think the Nets get anything done. I just don't think there's any chemistry there. They haven't proved. This is year three of the experiment. Am I right about that? Of the Kyrie KD experiment. Uh yeah, but the first year KD was was hurt. K KD's hurt. Kyrie COVID. They don't care. They're not here. They're not there to win. I mean, I know um, they both are championship winners, but I don't think they get it figured out. But enough about that. I'm hot on the Celtics. I'm hot on the on the Bucks. I've I'm an early, you know, say what you want. I'm an early um Clay Thompson lover way back in the day <laughs> when we were playing true. NBA, NBA 2K12. 12. Yeah, 2K12. Yeah. Um, I love the Warriors as an organization. Um, I know a lot of people are sick of them, but just up there with the the Patriots, I think they're the you know, the 2000, 2010 Patriots, they'll be remembered as one of the, the greatest teams of, of all time in sports. This yeah, team. And I, I still think that I still think they have another three, four in the tank, which maybe get boring, but we'll see. Well, dynasties are good for for sports in general. I mean, you look at the Alabamas of the world, the Patriots. Everyone hates them, but it grabs more attention. People want to see them lose, and their fans want to see them win even more. And uh, it, it, it's the Warriors are very likable, in my opinion. Uh, however, it hurts to watch finals highlights i really haven't watched many um it hurts because it felt like the celtics were the more talented team but uh, it's a new year fresh slate everyone's uh zero and zero uh lastly want to just touch on the mlb postseason update uh the highest winning team in the regular season 111 111 goodbye dodgers that sets up a phillies padres nlcs uh if i had to bet on it i'd take padres um, and then in the ALCS, we have the Astros swept the Mariners. Uh, they won game three in an 18 inning bout, uh, one of the longest games in MLB playoff history. That's a lot of years of history. Uh, the Yankees are in a game five against the Cleveland guardians right now. They're up five to one in the top of the eighth. It looks like we're going to get another Astros Yankees ALCS. 
which is going to be great content for the MLB. Uh, and it's kind of an Astros Yankees world series to lose, but then again, it's, it's baseball. Anything can happen. Phillies took down the defending champion Braves Padres took down the Dodgers. So, um, it's a, it's an interesting playoffs postseason rather. And, uh, I'm here for it. Now it's funny how reputations stick around. I think someone mentioned to me that the Astros team is largely has none of the members of the cheating team, but I still just think as soon as I hear the Astros name, I think cheaters. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, the, the kid that hit the, um, uh, game winning home run in the top of the 18th inning was uh jeremy pena he's from rhode island oh he no played, way he played at classical i believe roadie roadie rams but no i think it's uh it's exciting that's why you know baseball is cool because i think you get a lot of underdogs there a lot of game of chance so um i was sad i've you known me out in seattle now like kev mentioned i was we were refreshing refreshing and then eventually we saw i mean 17 innings 18 innings you know two games in one Saw the loss, so oh Matt, well. Matt wasn't willing to stay up through the grind, but that's okay. We're we're oh, I, I was because it was Pacific. That's true. So they're in. They're in that's what? Uh, yeah, um, they're in. But hey, another episode down in the books. Uh, this I had is one exciting stuff. You. Go ahead. So I want an immediate answer. I was curious about this. I want to. I want immediate first thing that comes to your mind when I ask you this. Ready? Go for it. One, two, three. What's your favorite sport? baseball ah he doesn't like to talk about it he likes the football he likes the basketball but i was curious where your heart was yeah i mean ultimately it was the sport i grew up playing more than anything your first love yeah i, I would agree however <clears throat> is it the most fun sport to watch no i think it's i mean honestly the most fun sport to watch in person is hockey and i really i'm trying to be more committed to to watching the Bruins this year. I've not watched a game, so I, I got to no get better at that. On our, on our notes. No, no B segment. We love uh, you though, bees. We love, we love you bees. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I've been to Bruins games. It's the only NHL game I've been to, but those are electric. Uh, but there's something about Fenway that when you go for the first time, it, it, it just, it, it's surreal being there. It's not a feeling you can really describe. Um, I baseball's tough because I think that, it's tough to generate the hype that some of the other sports can because, and I might be totally wrong about this, but you know, football, you have action, you have tackling, you know, you have the, these big personalities and I feel right. like they're not capturing on the field. A lot of the interviews are hilarious there. You know, there's always something, um, and maybe that's just because it's a massive market. I'm not sure about how the markets compare, but, and then in NBA, you have these up close cameras, you know, you get all this really kind of HD content and it's really emotional. Whereas, you know, MLB, one player could stand in the same spot the whole game. Um, yeah, and that's not, I, a, that's not a dig on baseball. That's just, you know, kind of how it works. Yeah, baseball isn't great at marketing their players either. Uh, by and large, a lot of people don't know who Mike Trout is. Like, he's obviously very popular, but like someone yeah, who you doesn't ask, You watch, ask a non-sports fan, do you know right, LeBron? Right, yes. thank you, or Tom Brady. I, and, you know, to, to piggyback off the – the football talk is like, you, you know, you're getting it in a vacuum. It might be, you know, five, six months you get it, but you're only getting 17 games plus playoffs as opposed to the MLB. You're starting in early April and you're not finishing till November, you know, 162 game season. So it's, um, 
you know, it's, it's really, like an art. It's, really it's insane like an, the the buzz that the NFL can create out of right. seventeen. I mean, now seventeen games because you know people people die for that stuff. So, but right. I was just curious. Yeah, well, uh, that's all we have for you today. Uh, but it's been a three week uh, consistency here. A lot more to go. We got a lot of fun things uh, planned. At Road least to ten thousand. Yeah, you know, it, it's uh, brick by brick. You gotta, you just gotta keep moving forward. Uh, Matt, thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm happy that uh, you're joining me these past few weeks. Hopefully we can keep this going. Uh, any last words from you? No, it's always an honor to keep your company. Keep buzzing, everybody. Keep talking. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Oh, we're buzzing. All right, back for week seven picks. Uh, pretty good week of football. Definitely good for us Patriots fans up in New England and all around the country. As far as the group goes, uh, we're making strides and we're tied. Uh, last week, myself, nine and five, 54 and 39 overall. Connor dropped two of them, seven and seven. 54 and 38. I took the wow. lead picking the commanders on Thursday night and the bills on Sunday afternoon. Connor, what do you got to say to the people? Yeah, I think, uh, I think doing this podcast might be bad luck for me in the pickums league. I was coming in off of a 14 for 16, I think week. And then since then it's been a lot of mediocrity, but I'm glad to be here. Hopefully this, uh, this is a better week of, uh, of picks and, but yeah. we're right there, neck and neck. I wish I didn't miss that game. We would see if we were just totally tied uh, that Thursday night game. I still got a half game lead on you. So, <laughs> well, all right, we're uh, we're taking digs. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you got to. I get it. But yep. uh, that gives me more motivation to uh, number one, pick more wisely. Two, just uh, just come out on top. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bar fight. Uh, yeah, rest of the way. But still, young season, a lot of picks to go um decent football last weekend hopefully better football this weekend uh so without further ado let's get this rolling uh thursday night games they've been sort of an issue as far as product wise not the best these past two weeks obviously last week uh there was two touchdowns scored there were no touchdowns scored the previous week and last week still put up less points than the week before uh this week Two and four New Orleans Saints coming off a loss to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Arizona Cardinals, who just looked bad. Uh, both teams spot seem to be spiraling. Uh, it's kind of choosing the lesser of two evils here. Who do you got? Yeah, I think that's that's a good way to start it because I don't have a lot of confidence in either of these teams coming in. I think the Cardinals will get it together. Um I don't know about this week. I'm going to roll with them just because they're at home uh, on a short week. I feel like traveling across the country on a short week for the Saints. It's a tough, uh, tough thing to ask. I don't know. Is, is Winston back or are they still riding with Dalton? Do you know? Uh, I think, I mean, he's got a bunch of broken bones in his back, so I'm assuming no. 
I haven't I haven't heard of any progress on that. So I'm gonna yeah. go with the safe bet. I mean, Andy Dalton's played decent, and Taysom Hill's picked up production in the last two weeks as well. So I, I mean, Andy Dalton's not the worst possible option you can have to be your backup. No. No, but yeah, with all that said, I'm, I'm going to ride with the Cardinals um, just strictly because they're the home team on this one. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm, I really don't love this pick. I think this is a toss-up. I'm not sure what the line is. If I had to guess, it'd be Cardinals by a point maybe, maybe two. I think two. it's one and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think being at home uh, gives them a little jolt. I mean – Kyler Murray just uh, they're uh, they got shut down by the Seahawks offense obviously the Seahawks have been a pleasant surprise but uh yeah I'm in agreement with you there so starting at the one o'clock slate for Sunday three and three surprising Atlanta Falcons visiting Joe Burrow in Cincinnati also three and three Uh, I'll let you take the reins on this one yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the upset here. I think that's one of the only upsets I've got this week, um, and I, I don't even you know we'll see if you can call it an upset, but definitely an upset as far as uh, I'm sure the spread is is favored towards Bengals, and nine percent of the population's gone with the Falcons. Um, I'm gonna ride with them with them here. I'm I'm a Joe Burrow fan, but I like what's going on in Atlanta, even with winning in spite of Marcus Mariota uh, mm-hmm. turning the ball over constantly. Uh, the running game's lethal. Um, I think it'll be close, but give me the Falcons here to hopefully pick up a game on you, depending on who you pick. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons have been very unconventional compared to the rest of the NFL uh, in obviously having a prominent running game. And that's without Cordero Patterson last week. And uh, for the next few weeks as he's put on the IR, uh, I'm not sure how they're getting things done. I mean, the 49ers shot themselves in the foot last week, but I am going to fade you on this. I'm going to go with the public. I think the Bengals, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Bengals, I don't know if they necessarily figure it out long-term, but I think they can play well enough to win this game at home. Uh, The Falcons are a cool story. I like how they're, I mean, they're, they're receiving good coaching and, I definitely think it could be a close game, but ultimately I think the Bengals are just uh, – this might be a start to them getting rolling in their division. That division's still very much open, obviously, with the Ravens, which we'll get into, but I'm going with the Bengals here. So uh, hopefully I can gain one up on you or uh, be put back to where I was last week. One of these games I'll win an, I'll win an upset. One of these ones. I don't know which one, but it's going to happen. I'm – the upsets happen on the ones that I, I don't pick. So hopefully this is the one. Well, listen, if you're not shooting, you're not scoring. So I, I give you credit, but I'm going to go with the safe bet here. I do think the Bengals take this one out. Next yeah. game, we have the Detroit Lions coming off a of bye week at one and four. Uh, it was good for them getting their offensive weapons healthy. That defense is still atrocious. Going into jerry's world playing the dallas cowboys four and two they are coming off a sunday night loss to the eagles however dak prescott is back they're my pick i think dak uh has a good game and i think they do take care of the lines i would take the over in this game i think the lines do have a better offensive day but uh give me the cowboys for this one yeah 
Me too. And I think the only thing I'll add is, is that Dak's going to just remind everybody, anyone that was saying anything about Cooper Rush being uh, who they should roll with. I mean, he, he was a great fill-in, but I think he's going to you know, come in and try to remind. I think they'll look even better. We really didn't get to see them, uh, you know, yet this year. So I think they'll look even better uh, mm. with Dak at the helm. Um, so give me them as well. Okay. Moving on, an AFC South matchup. The 3-2-1 and one Indianapolis Colts going into Tennessee off a of bye week. Uh, Titans are at a 3-2 and two clip as well. Who do you like? I'm going with the Titans mm-hmm. uh, at home. Division game. I feel like these teams always play each other close. Uh, I bet this will be one as well. <clears throat> you know, it's like the Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, they're kind of just in the same, especially Matt Ryan at this point of his career. I feel like they're just kind of the same. Same, uh, you know, kind of player. So I'm going with the better yeah. coach here, Mike Vrabel, and uh, I like them to get it done. Yeah, I think the Colts can win this game, uh, but I don't think they do. I'm in agreement with you. I like the Titans. Uh, control the ball, you know, control possession, and, you know, keep Matt Ryan off the field or keep him on there as he might just throw the game away. But definitely a, a great week for for Matt Ryan and the Colts last week but still uh, a close one at home against Jacksonville. And uh, just, I like the home game win for the Titans. Next up, we have the three and three Green Bay Packers coming off a loss to the Jets at home, going into play the Washington Commanders. I'm going with Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, is due for a big game. That offense hasn't looked great. Their defense has been pretty decent uh special teams not so much obviously due to last week uh but i do like the packers to at least score enough points to beat washington in dc yeah man this one's a really tough one for me i really wanted to go with the commanders here um i don't think the packers are gonna like magically fix it i think their their issues are gonna persist and with taylor uh at the helm, I think he's going to be, dude, he was competitive in games last year. And I think yep. this is kind of one that he could go in and win mm-hmm. uh, against the reeling Packers team. So I really want to take the commanders, but I'm going to ride with the Packers mm-hmm. um, just because of Aaron Rodgers and Haneke hasn't played. So uh, we'll see, but go with the Packers there. Okay. Uh, another similar situation, similar game, a Tom Brady led Buccaneers team who was just looked terrible offensively in Pittsburgh last week. Uh, you know, played Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky uh, and still could not get it done. Just two marquee top-of-the-line quarterbacks, legend quarterbacks that have not gotten their offenses together. Now it's still very early in the season, but Tampa Bay 3-3 three and three, heading into Carolina, debatably the worst team in the league. Uh, shopping their best player, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, for those reasons, I, I, you look to, you look at those games that the Panthers had last week, and firing a coach and putting in a new quarterback would kind of vamp up efforts on their end. Uh, that was not the case. This team is uh, is kind of a lost cause at this point. I can't really take them in any picks, regardless home or away. So, for those reasons, not because of the Bucks playing well, I think their defense can 
can keep the Panthers to low scoring. And uh, if they, if the Bucks lose this game, I don't, they're in big trouble. So I'm going to, I'm going to believe in Tom, like I always have and going with the Bucks. Yeah. Easiest lock for the week by far. Um, not confident in, in the Buccaneers whatsoever. Uh, don't need to be, um, but I'm very confident that the Panthers will not win. So uh, with all that to say, give me the Bucks on the road to drop the Panthers to one and six. Tough. And a lock for number one overall pick pretty soon. Tough. Okay. Moving on. The five and one New York Giants going into Jacksonville at two and four. Jacksonville, I don't think is a team to just slouch at anymore. I think there's uh opportunity for them to grow over this season. I'm not sure they're a playoff team. I'm not sure they're even a good team, but uh I think they have a a little bit of a higher ceiling than they've had in previous years. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is, is going to be just fine. Um, I'll let you start with this one though. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants. I think they're legit. I think they've proved that. Um, and the Jags have been struggling. I think early on they were, you know, obviously they're much improved from last year. They're going to continue to improve. Uh, but I think they're going to go through these growing pains, these rebuilding, you know, uh, Doug Peterson's got to get his personnel in. I think he's still working off of Urban Meyer's personnel, Yep. Um, you know, for good or for bad. So uh, I believe in the Jags and Trevor Lawrence long-term, but um, not this year. I'm going with the Giants uh, to get one on the road. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the underdog here. I'm going with Jacksonville. Uh I just one of those games that I looked at uh, didn't even contemplate it kind of just felt in my gut. I don't know why I have every reason to not pick the Jaguars, but I feel like uh, if the giants turn the ball over a few times gives Trevor Lawrence uh, some extra possessions to turn it into points, field goals or touchdowns, the giants offense still is figuring itself out. Um, The giants, if they do win, I think their defense is going to, have to play pretty well here um for those reasons and might not make any sense but I, i'm going with my gut here i'm going with jacksonville at home a quick point on that jags are minus three so wow. it could be could be uh you know to go against your pick but might have to hammer some actual money on the giants <laughs> yeah that's um i'm not sure what vegas knows that we don't and i don't know if it's still a thing where the home team gets automatically three points. So maybe this is a pick them. I have heard that it's not, that's not such a thing anymore uh, in Vegas, but you know, you never know. It's yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's, that's very surprising to me. Anywho, moving on an AFC North battle, the Cleveland Browns at two and four going into Baltimore at three and three uh, Baltimore, I just, it's an anomaly that they're not, you know, it, it still feels in the AFC it's Bill's chiefs and then the rest of everyone else underneath them. Uh, I'm going with Baltimore. I don't think I don't, the Browns just are not a good football team. I think they've made dumb decisions. Um, they're, they need to stay afloat and stay within striking distance until Deshaun Watson gets back, but I'm going Baltimore. Yeah, very surprising they haven't been able to get more wins, um, you know, even with Brissett at the helm because it's a outside of quarterback, it's a, you know, it's a contender type roster, uh, mm-hmm. especially on defense. Right. The defense last year, I was reading their, 
bunch of different stats that they were top five in so many categories. So it's weird to see that big of a drop off and, you know, with them letting up 40 point games, that sort of thing. So <laughs> I think John Harbaugh, Lamar, you know, maybe they're not on the same page on the contract, but uh, overall, I think they're going to be on the same page here that they should be at least five and one. Uh, so give me the Ravens here to take care of a division rival. All right, moving on to the four o'clock slates. Uh, this is a hard pick for me. Uh, the four and two New York Jets going into Denver at two and four. Man, I, I'm bamboozled here. I've made my pick. It's not easy to make this pick. I'm going with Denver at home. Their coaching is atrocious. Their play calling has been atrocious. Russell Wilson had the best half since becoming a Bronco last night. Uh, and then they just could not do anything in the second half. I do believe in the Denver defense. Um, the Jets are going to need another defensive touchdown or another special teams uh, touchdown to win this game. I don't think they get as lucky. I also am not really ready to appoint the Jets as a good team. I think they're average as of right now. I think Russ back up against the wall. I mean, this is this is really last case. If you drop to two and five, I this is a make it or break it game on both sides. If the Jets win, they're a good team. Broncos are bad. If uh, Denver wins, which I think they will, uh, that's going to make more sense in my brain. But this football season's been crazy, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets win. However, I'm going with Denver. Yeah, I'm going with Denver too, and my brain's telling me not to. Russ is hobbled too. I think he's a ham he's got a hamstring uh issue going on. And Melvin Gordon didn't play after the first quarter. No idea why. He he had no idea why. Uh no reason for me to go with the uh the, the Broncos. They've scored outside of the, the Raiders game uh in order 17 point or 16 points, uh 16 points, 11 mm -hmm. points, nine and sixteen. So Wow. Uh, I have no reason to believe they're going to win uh, this game, but I'm going to go with them. That's how lowly I think of the Jets and Zach Wilson right now, uh, even with some some good wins. So uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos one more week, and I'll probably regret it. Yep, I'm in the same boat. Moving on, the Houston Texans coming off a bye week at 1-3-1, and one, playing the Las Vegas Raiders at 1-4, and four, also coming off of a bye week. Uh, I'm going Raiders here. I don't think they're as bad as their record shows. Uh, I think they made a dumb decision Monday night, last Monday night, or excuse me, was it? Yeah, it was a Monday night game, right? Against the Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, I thought going for two was not a smart move. Anyways, uh, I just think they're talented. I think they're going to put up a fight and get better as the season goes on. And I don't have much faith in the Houston Texans to keep up in the scoring department. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They're obviously better than one and four. They absolutely should be better than one and four. Um, doesn't mean that they know how to win games. So that's yet to be seen. But um, I believe in their offense, um, at least to get it going. And I like them at home, especially coming off a of bye week uh, to get it done. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, the 425 game. Seattle Seahawks going into SoFi Stadium, playing the Los Angeles Chargers. Seahawks are coming off a win against the Cardinals. They're three and three, Chargers four and two, coming off a Monday night win. It was not pretty. 
Justin Herbert threw 50 plus pass attempts and did not throw a touchdown, one interception. Uh, Chargers, a lot of talent, have not been able to put it together. JC Jackson uh, benched last night, which doesn't make sense. Uh, but I'm going with the Chargers. I think Herbert has a bounce back game. I think this is going to be a fun game. You, you, you originally looked at the schedule. You didn't think that was going to be the case. Um, but ultimately I'm going with LA. Yeah, me too. I think it'll be a shootout. Keenan Allen is scheduled to be back. Please God, let him be back. I've been reeling without him in fantasy. Um, I think he's a difference maker, you know, just a reception machine for, for Herbert. And I think he's, he's, Obviously, we've seen the impacts of not having his top target. So I think he's going to be back this week, and I like the Chargers in the shootout at home. Okay, moving on. Kansas City Chiefs, 4-2, and two, coming off a loss to the Buffalo Bills. That is big for playoff implications. Going into San Fran, playing the Niners, who can really not afford that loss last week. Uh, I like Kansas City in this game. Uh, I it's hard to believe. I don't know the stat on it, but Mahomes losing two straight seems very unlikely to me. So for those reasons, I'm going Kansas City here. Yeah, me too. I don't like them to lose two. Um, I don't like them to lose two in a row, even if it's on the road, even if the Niners will probably, you know, be competitive and better than they were last week. Um, still like the Chiefs and Mahomes to get it done. Okay. Sunday night game, Pittsburgh Steelers, two and four going into Miami, Tua should be back. Dolphins have dropped three straight after winning three straight to open up the year. Uh, Tyreek Hill is having an impressive season. He's the first Dolphins quarter, Dolphins wide receiver to have 10 plus receptions and 150 yards in multiple games as a Dolphins, which is as a Dolphin, which is insane. They played six games. He's done it, I believe three times and it's only been done once by multiple players uh hate to admit it but i do like the dolphins in this game i don't think the steelers can keep up offensively with Tua back yeah me too and also just keeping in mind that i believe i mean pick, pick it one out um so he's in concussion protocol that means back to trubisky we know they can't really score points with him at the helm struggle to score points with Pickett at the helm too i know trubisky came in and played well uh, but it doesn't seem like a you know a full game of, of Trubisky is going to get it done against the Dolphins team that you know we thought was really legit you know last time Tua was playing. So I like the Dolphins at home there too. Okay, and the Monday night game inject this into my veins. Love to see it. Chicago Bears two and four going into Foxborough three and three. Um, I I'll get into this uh, or I. I've already spoken on this, but <laughs> that can be edited out. Um, the New England Patriots, two in a row, starting to move here. Bailey Zappi, Zappi hour. Don't don't worry, be Zappi. I think you play him. I think you could play Brian Hoyer in this game and win, but give the fans what they want at the time and the moment. Give Zappi his sail away game for the year, get Mac back next week against the jets. Um, I'm going Patriots here. I don't think the bears can, can keep up with the momentum that the Patriots have going. Yeah. 
Yeah, the fans are in for a treat. I can't wait to hear your uh, analysis. I haven't had the chance to listen to obviously the you know your, the rest of your podcast, but I'm excited to see your, what your thoughts are uh, about Mac and Bailey. I'm sure you're not ready to jump on the Bailey train or anything like that, but I mean, how long can he keep playing well before you consider is this, is this the guy? I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's... So I'm excited to hear what your what your thoughts were about it. So, um, but anyways, um, I will go with the. Uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots here, of course. I think uh, I think Belichick's going to take care of Justin Fields, make him look silly, um, and nothing else needs to be said. And it's it's tough because I'm going to put so much pressure that if if we lose this game, I like I, just as a Patriots fan, I will have no dignity. I'm not sure I can live life if we lose this game. So yeah. I'm all in. I'm in, I'm all in for a blowout. I think I think our team has been getting better every week. And mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the icing on the cake here. Um, need a, need to have good momentum going into next week to play the Jets because that is no longer a gimme. That is going to be a bar fight, in my opinion. You're going to have to earn it and not turn the ball over. Um, but keep the kid in. Let Mac be fully healthy. You don't need to rush him back. Uh, I have 42 points right now uh, total for the game as a tiebreaker um and these are are the week seven picks anything you want to add no i got 48 as my tiebreaker there uh 27 21 and i think we got two separate picks so we're we're really focusing here on on falcons Bengals, uh and the other one was giants jags so let's see hopefully i can uh open up a little cushion again All right. Well, exciting stuff. Thanks again for week seven. We'll be back for week eight picks. Hopefully uh, I gain another great game in ground. We'll see how, how things shape out, but Connor, thank you again for hopping on and uh, we'll be seeing you this weekend. Yeah. Thanks Tim. Okay. (laughs) Oh, buzz, buzz, buzzity taco. We're buzzing over here and we're talking over there. Buzz taco, talkity buzz, oh buzz, 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 oh talkity talk. Buzz talkity talk. Buzz, 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 talkity talk, talk, buzz, talk, talk, talkity buzz. Buzz talkity buzz. buzz.